Hi, I'm Eve Kalinic, a nutritional therapist and author. And I'm Rosemary Ferguson, a nutritionist and a functional medicine practitioner. And this is The Wellness Breakdown. We have lots of clients walk into our clinics asking us about the newest wellness fads that have taken Instagram by storm. But these trends can be so difficult to get reliable information about, so we thought we'd help. Every week on the show, one of us will set the other one a challenge, testing the validity and the effects of some of these wellness trends. We will test these trends and record our progress over several weeks, days, or even months. So please join us. This is The Wellness Breakdown. We are super happy to say this series is supported by Simprove. Simprove believes that living your best, feeling your best and looking your best starts from within and we could not agree more. Their unique water-based food supplement containing live and active bacteria was created to support a healthy gut. Our friends at Simprove believe that this can help you gain the most from your life and Rose and I completely agree. If you want to find out more about Simprove, go to their website. The link is in the show notes. On this episode, my challenge for Eve, and I'm slightly scared to tell her, is for her to go caffeine-free for two weeks. Gasp, I hear the gasps. We live in a world where caffeine has become, and coffee, the coffee culture is a really big thing. People use it to wake their body up. They use it to keep themselves going in the afternoon. And actually, there's some lovely positive benefits to that caffeine ritual in this world. You know, I think people really enjoy like coffee shops and the social aspect of it. Now, one cup of coffee a day, I haven't got a problem with. Um, It's been shown to have lots of antioxidant benefits and loads of great stuff. The problem that I have with coffee is when people use it as a stimulant in the afternoon, when their adrenals and their body are telling them they're tired and they have coffee to get over that. And when I see people who are drinking five or six cups a day, it makes me twitch a little bit. Most of my clients are huge coffee drinkers and tea drinkers. They consume it throughout the day, which is not great for their body. As I said, it's not great for their adrenals. It's not great for their hydration. Now, I know that Eve is a massive coffee drinker, so I am interested to see how she reacts to this, good or bad. I am slightly concerned about the tantrums along the way. I know from clinic um, and from doing this with many people um, that the coffee or caffeine withdrawal around day two is pretty extreme for many. The headache is quite hardcore. So I will definitely, definitely be avoiding Eve for those few days. And no, I won't. Of course, I'll listen to her. I want to see what effect the withdrawal of caffeine will have on her body in terms of sleep um, and brain fog and overall wellness. I want to see how she responds to it as somebody who is an avid, passionate coffee drinker. So no caffeine for two weeks. That includes coffee, green tea, tea. You can have decaf, Eve. Yes, you're welcome. Um, I have to say for myself, this is a double mean experiment or double mean challenge for Eve because I don't drink coffee. So I don't have that reliance on it. And the only reason can I say that I don't drink coffee is because I am a 
slow processor of caffeine and I shake which my husband thinks is hilarious and so the last time I did actually have a coffee was I think in 1994 after a Dolce and Gabbana show I did no I had a coffee before the show and then I walked up and down the runway and I was shaking like a leaf and I just was like I'm never ever doing that again and I haven't ever drunk a coffee since so I'm sorry Eve that's what I can say but um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how you react and I'm really I'm going to be really interested to hear how you how you get on in these few weeks. Okay, so I start my no caffeine challenge tomorrow and I'm not going to lie, I worked out with Rose the other day how much caffeine I actually have. Probably two to three cups of coffee a day, at least two cups of green tea a day, maybe a matcha and chocolate most days. Maybe I do actually have a problem. Christ almighty, I didn't actually think it would be this hard. I feel so tired. I'm struggling to keep my eyes open. I can't cave because this is a challenge. Okay, I'm going to admit it. The headaches were brutal. I had to go and get a coffee. Cold turkey is definitely not the way to approach this if I want to actually get anything done in my life. So with that in mind, I've got a strategy here. I'm going to basically just reduce my caffeine down to two cups a day. And then by Monday, one cup, Tuesday, one cup. And then I'll go off it on Wednesday. Okay, so day two, I'm going to obviously try and reduce it down to two cups of coffee today. Okay, so on day three, my headaches weren't as bad yesterday as they were on Friday. So I definitely think this weaning down is probably a better approach if I'm going to get anything done. Day five. So today I'm going to be having one last caffeinated coffee. And then the plan is from tomorrow to not have any caffeine. Well, I'm going to make it very, very special. Actually, I'm going to go out and get a really nice coffee if I'm only going to have the one. Actually, what I've realised is a lot of this is quite ceremonial, ritualistic, if you know what I mean, like the smell of the coffee, opening the beans, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, what I thought I'd do is go and get some more interesting herbal teas because I did realise that a lot of it was kind of boredom as well. And obviously I'd normally grab green tea, but I can't do that. So given those a go this afternoon, and then it's going to be no caffeine from tomorrow. Okay, guys, I had to share this. Uh, I have found something really delicious. It's a coffee alternative. It's uh, chicory and cordyceps and the same brand, Otzebrew. Uh, they also have an organic dandelion and burdock root and they're delicious. So it's day six of my no caffeine and yeah, I'm feeling really tired. It's only... 7.45 and I literally could go to bed. So I'm probably going to have an early night tonight. <laughs> Day nine. I think just having caffeine sort of masks this underlying exhaustion. And as such, I've been going to bed a lot earlier and definitely sleeping a lot longer and definitely more deeper sleep. So that's been good, but I do miss coffee and I miss green tea and I miss chocolate. Day 11. Getting up this morning like normally I'd be like, oh, I can't wait for my coffee. But I feel like my body's finally getting used to not having caffeine. And definitely my sleep has been better and deeper. And I would for sure say that I'm less, not that I was jittery before or anxious, but I definitely think that adrenaline sort of high is not obviously there now. So that has left me feeling a bit more balanced. I've pushed through. 
I've got through all the kind of headaches and hopefully my body will just keep getting used to it. So it's day 12 of my no caffeine challenge. And I have to say, I don't know if I'm actually now converted to this. It's quite nice to not have that slight level of just adrenaline that you get from caffeine. I will say I'm missing the flavour of a really good roast coffee. And I'm definitely missing my green tea. So I will almost certainly go back to it. But I definitely have taken a step back with this and realised actually that I'm probably drinking a bit too much and maybe too often day 14 now I'm starting to sort of think I'm not really missing it so much like I was getting up in the morning and being like oh my god where's my coffee but now I don't feel like that so here I am on the penultimate day of my no caffeine with two weeks and I'm not sure I'm gonna go back to drinking coffee I never thought I'd be the person to say that and uh here I am so yeah I've definitely missed green tea for sure and I've missed chocolate so those will definitely be coming back in but I definitely can have a more mindful approach it's been quite a revelation this whole challenge so thanks Rose for making me aware that my caffeine habit was out of control and I needed to sort it out basically and just enjoy the odd coffee here and there. Hi Eve, how are you? It's very nice to have you back. I've heard your diary. Let's first of all hear how you are feeling. Hey Rose, so nice to see you. And at the start of the challenge, I was like, dear God, um, <laughs> as per the texts that I sent you. But actually, you'll be pleased to know that I sort of came a bit of 360 in it. But it did take me a while, as you would have heard, to kind of get off the stuff. Do you know what? I'm really blasé about things like this. I'm like, yeah, you know, I could give up anything thing really like honestly I, I really thought I could but that was honestly brutal that first day and the only time I've ever given up caffeine like that was when I've been away on like a retreat so it's very different because you're basically all you're doing is lying down the whole time aren't you and people are massaging <laughs> you and shit but actually trying to get anything done that first day I was like oh my god so yeah it was definitely an experience the first couple of days and hence why I was texting you and being like oh my god what's going on so then it was like a gradual thing of like bringing it down and down and down until I went cold turkey when I yeah so when I listened to your diary it made me giggle actually because you didn't actually to be fair to you when you did eventually text and say you got a terrible headache I did say yes you should that's what but because you had started off again no it'll be fine I was like okay cold turkey it is but I don't know if enjoyed is the right word but listening to your diary I found it fascinating because as you said at the beginning you had been very like nothing walk in the park and I also know how tactical for you are so I'm not glad is totally the wrong word, but it was interesting to hear that you went through the same cycle that I've heard many, many people go through, just because I suppose I think that you're very in touch with your physicality and how you feel, and you're obviously very in touch with what you eat and how that affects you. I think the surprise that you felt about how much this caffeine withdrawal hit you was reassuring to us, you know, to mere mortals that, you know, everybody goes through the same. And and how strong this caffeine yeah, addiction, not, totally. not caffeine addiction, how, how strong the physical um, response to caffeine withdrawal is. Oh, totally. I mean, I, I was honestly like an addict on that first day. And that was the scary thing about it, really. It's like, I don't ever want to be like that needy for anything. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I didn't realise like how much of a 
it sounds ridiculous, but a grip it had had on me. And so also coming to the end of the day, I was absolutely exhausted. It just made me realise it's just like Mm. bloody fake energy, isn't it really? I mean, part of it probably was the withdrawal stuff because once I got into not having the caffeine, you know, my energy level sort of evened out a bit. But I think it was a combination of the withdrawal and but also just like I said, masking fake energy just grabbing a coffee because how many clients do we see that just push through that afternoon or use coffee to just keep them going and then wondering why they then can't get to sleep or they're feeling this slight kind of I'm not going to say neuroticism but that's the way I felt about it well it was interesting how you felt that because actually um I, you know, people do say that, that the energy that they get from caffeine is quite fizzy. Is there any way I can describe it? You yeah. know, it's kind of like, it's kind of anxious. It's not like a, it's not like a solid, stable energy. It's kind of, it's, you know, when you think about breathing high in your chest, like a shallow breathing, it feels like that's what people, when people describe it to me, that's how it sounds. Like it's a, you know, like sort of a racing yeah. energy. Um, so that's my, as I said, my issue with coffee is that it stimulates your adrenal glands when your adrenal glands are telling you they're tired in the afternoon. And also if you're poor little mitochondria which are what make your energy mm. so it stimulates adrenaline which stimulates your your mitochondria which stimulate energy which isn't it's not genuine energy so when you said you were tired in the evenings are you tired because you haven't had coffee or you, do you know what I mean was that why you were yeah. tired in the evening and was it a good tired so that you could go to sleep on that tired or were you exhausted because you suddenly realized that your adrenals actually need some work and some support after years of being masked by caffeine intake well look I'm not gonna lie I think I have hammered my adrenals for the best part of a, a decade. <laughs> I mean, you would resonate with it. It's being in the fashion industry. I'm not sure they ever have ever fully recovered. Yeah. It's being self-employed, you know, by nature of that, sometimes, you know, a bit more adrenally challenged and all of this. So I, I definitely mm. think there's probably that, but I do feel like... I did because I had to Google how, why I was so it wasn't just tired it was exhausted like at 7 45 in the evening I was like I could go to bed now I did sleep probably about the same amount of time I felt like I slept deeper but then according to the tracker app I I didn't actually I don't like those tracker apps though because the one I've got it actually like plays back my snoring I was like I didn't think I snored <laughs> anyway I need to get one of those for my husband it's honestly, so weird I mean it's only about two minutes over the course of the night but I'm like oh don't want to listen to that but <laughs> it didn't really it didn't change that so I think actually it was more that I wasn't drinking the coffee rather than my adrenals per se even though I would like I said I admit they probably do need some support and I think that is because the caffeine was blocking that there's a, a chemical substance called adenosinine or something like that that actually helps yeah. us to get to sleep and caffeine actually blocks that so I feel like that was just like hey so that's why I was like oh my god I I could go to bed at like 7.45. I would also wonder if it is the fact that your adrenal glands are exhausted and actually you are exhausted, but that's why you're drinking coffee to cover that exhaustion. That would be fair. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Probably a combo. Probably a combination. Exactly. So did you find your sleep was better or just that you went to bed three hours before you, like a child? I mean, oh, I, yeah. I have to say that I quite like being to bed at 8.30, 9 o'clock. I'm quite happy in bed sleeping at 9.30 for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But how did you, do you, did you feel like you, even though your tracker said you were sleeping the same, were you sleeping longer? Did you find it easier to fall asleep? I felt like 
even though the tracker didn't say this, I felt like it was a deeper sleep. Okay. But I don't know whether that was psychosomatic because I was like, I'm not drinking the caffeine or that I was just so tired by the time I got to bed that actually, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it's hard to kind of differentiate. Did you find that as the time went on that you felt more energized in the day? Yeah, after I got off of the weaning process, which makes me think that maybe my adrenals aren't as hammered as I think because actually I kind of, it kind of evened off. Do you know what I mean? After a couple of days, not having any at all I just felt yeah. like my normal it's, I think it's just about just your body's getting used to not having that stimulus in there what was interesting really interesting for me was that I thought I'd be like oh my god like I'm so missing coffee but it wasn't coffee it was actually green tea I really missed matcha I really missed chocolate yes um, and so there was those things that actually, because I did do a bit of a kind of a search, which I think would be really helpful from a client perspective to help them reduce it and find good alternatives. So I did really look into like decaf coffees. I found a really good couple of decaf coffees, which we put in the show notes, actually, because I think that'd be useful for people. Yeah. And some like herbal tea, like I'd really gotten off herbal teas. Like in the afternoon, I typically go for green teas, but actually I'd forgotten about licorice and peppermint and like some other ones oh yeah do you know what I mean so actually I was a bit like well this is quite nice because actually that's helped me like diversify and I can have these other teas so that was that was a big thing licorice is a really nourishing tea for your adrenal glands to have in the afternoon so actually a really good choice interesting that you've mentioned that one the thing that I did find interesting about your diaries I like first of all you know I do want to hear a bit more about your weaning process because it took you a few days to get down it's not like you went back and just had one it took you you and you're sensible actually I mean I would absolutely advise anybody who's coming off coffee to take their time because the headache is oh I mean brutal I mean and I've never had it as I said as I said I mean I'm sitting here like as somebody who doesn't drink coffee but I do know because I've had so many clients go through it and I actually know that one coffee a day has got its benefits so unless you're planning on coming coffee for, off coffee forever I've relented a bit and you know and I yeah. said just one coffee a day but the green tea thing was really interesting because I drink a lot of green tea but when I don't drink green tea I don't notice it mm. which made me wonder is it particular to coffee that that headache comes from caffeinated tea and coffee our bodies do metabolize slightly differently don't they to green tea so that's the kind of yeah they do the difference and maybe that's why yeah. yeah which is why I don't shake when I drink green tea but yeah. I do when I drink coffee in your diary I sort of got the impression that at the beginning especially when you said how you realize your body reacts to caffeine that you get this quite like frenzied feeling energy from caffeine and I sort of got the impression that you were quite serene by the end of it and you were calmer and you were appreciating a different type of energy by the end of it would you agree yeah I yeah I definitely think that I think it comes back to the fake energy but I did feel this like it's like slightly wired feeling and I don't think that was there towards the end of it actually which definitely made me feel a lot calmer, for sure. Brilliant. I would be definitely reducing it a lot, if not totally taking it out, if I was going through a really stressful period. Because I think it just makes the stress worse, if you know what I mean. And then, okay, and then let's talk a little bit about how you, because I know that you, that you talked about the ritual of coffee and also the change of how you felt as you went through the, the two weeks was interesting because you ended up sort of going, oh, I don't know yeah. if I'm going to go back. And I felt like you were hanging on more than the coffee physical effect. It felt like you were hanging on more to the emotional, you know, like just the ritual, the social side of it. Well, Would that be true? Kind of, but not at the moment because obviously we haven't had that for like a year, really. I mean, so, but I, yeah, I, there was something nice about meeting up and having a nice coffee so yeah that that was kind of interesting but um also just the weaning thing I definitely coming back to that I definitely wouldn't suggest that people do that 
in the week. I think that was my main problem that I did it on a weekday. I definitely say start on a weekend so that if you're going to get the headaches, at least you're, you know, you can go lie down rather than like having to like be at work or something like that. Yeah. Okay. And then question, what are you going to do now? What do you think? How are you going to move forward with this young Eve? So there was me saying, oh, I don't think I'll be going back to coffee. And then this, the next day I went and had a coffee. <laughs> so I just was with my friend and actually it was sort of, I mean... I was just having a walk in the park with a friend and they just went and got a coffee from the coffee thing. And then they were like, oh, I've got your coffee. And I was like, well, I'm not going to go. I'm not drinking the coffee. So what I've been trying to do is mix and match with the caffeinated coffee and the nice decaf coffee that I've had. So overall, I'd say my consumption has definitely reduced. So you're having caffeine-free days. Yeah. And what about the what about the green tea? Oh, no, I've definitely been having green tea most days, but I feel like green tea, I definitely have brought back in. And I just, I think, again, like that was the thing that really surprised me is, well, actually, I thought I'd miss the coffee more than the green tea, but actually yeah. it was the green tea. Who knew? Who knew? Well, um, so overall, what would be the three things that you'd say that you got out of it? Main things I learned is that I definitely need to be more mindful around my caffeine consumption because I don't want to ever feel like that again and that it kind of masks fake energy. So just to be kind of mindful around that, that I really miss green tea. I've got an, even more of an appreciation for green tea than I did before because I thought that I wouldn't necessarily miss that as much. The third thing was really finding lots of nice alternatives that I think I really enjoyed. And I definitely feel like from a practitioner perspective would really help. So those are the three things. What do you think you've gotten from my experience, Rose? Well, I suppose one, that Eve Clinic is not immune to caffeine withdrawal. And that means that two, everybody is going to have caffeine withdrawal if they drink coffee daily. And so to be a bit kind to yourself, actually, and not to go cold turkey, because it doesn't sound very pleasant, actually. And so I suppose, you know, from a practice point of view, really being sure that you don't ever say just stop coffee, you know, because it's not fair. Um, and it does, it's not pleasant. And I don't think it's necessary to put somebody through that. Three, I'm really interested by the fact that you felt tired without your coffee. Um, and so I think that the drum that I bang about it, masking your adrenal fatigue is one that I'm going to carry on banging because I, I think that was pretty interesting that you felt tired from not having it. Um, so those are the things I think that I would take away. Oh, and I suppose just four because one and two of those points were quite similar that people really enjoy it. You know, the ritual and the social, which as I know you said isn't there, but you know, the ritual of it is is important you know is a night is yeah. a benefit is a benefit and it's not something so we're not just talking about the substance caffeine we're talking about a whole you know a whole culture which I think yeah, seems sure. to be beneficial to people definitely definitely and I will be looking forward to doing that soon enough sitting in a really nice coffee house and enjoying yeah that part of it but thank you I really honestly I really appreciated it because you made me open my eyes to a lot of things and some delicious teas and stuff like that and you know basically that don't let caffeine get the better of you folks because it is like <laughs> crack basically <laughs> Uh, well thanks Eva I honestly really enjoyed listening to your diary thank you for doing it and well done for getting through it and also well done for having the sense to text me and go actually um, this is not right I'm going to go back and read it and you know weed myself yeah. off and do it that way because I think that's really good for, for our listeners to hear that actually that's a way of doing it rather than this painful cold turkey way so I really appreciate your time missus um, and I look forward to the next one yes definitely thanks a lot Rose speak to you soon bye bye bye, bye. bye.
Next week on The Wellness Breakdown, I will be challenging Rose to eat fermented foods every day for a month. We wanted to figure out if eating fermented foods really can make a noticeable difference and if it's worth all the hype. Stay tuned. of quick notes before we go but they are important ones make sure to subscribe to the wellness breakdown so you get automatically notified about new episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts we really want to hear from you and what you all think of the show be sure to send us your thoughts comments and what challenges you would like rose and i to take on next write to us at inbox at the wellness breakdown.com or find us via instagram at the wellness breakdown details in the show notes too you've been listening to the wellness breakdown our podcast presented by me rosemary ferguson and me eve kalinic this podcast was produced by one fine play from one fine play james bishop is the executive producer kasra Feruzia is the audio and visual engineer connor foley is the editorial producer and researcher additional creative support from selena christophidis this episode was recorded by kasra Feruzia. Thanks for listening to The Wellness Breakdown. We would also like to say thank you to our sponsor, Simprove. Without them, the show wouldn't be possible. Like us, Simprove believes everyone deserves to get the most out of their lives. And one of the keys to this is a healthy mind and a healthy gut microbiome. Of course, do seek a professional medical opinion if you need advice. If you want to try Simprove, head to the Simprove website and use the code wellnessbreakdown15 for 15% off your first order. And please, if you like the show, rate the podcast and subscribe as well. Hi guys, this is just a quick reminder that although we are professionals, if you're in need of health advice, please visit your GP. The information in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and does not substitute for medical advice. Please consult a medical professional or provider if you're seeking medical advice, diagnosis or specific treatment.